What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in today's video, I'm gonna be going through my week 10 injury report. So just going through all the players who are questionable, doubtful, and then the guys who have already been ruled out heading into week 10. If you guys enjoy the content, you find it informative, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. If you guys have any fantasy questions, you drop them down below. You guys know I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And honestly, I think this week is one of the lightest weeks we've had in terms of injuries. I feel like the last few weeks, we've just really been piled on with a ton of big names that are either out or questionable. And while there are definitely some big names who are either questionable or out this week, I do think it's pretty light in comparison to some past weeks. So I guess some decent news, you know, in that regard. But looking at some of the players who are questionable heading into uh, the week 10 games, going to start it off with the London game and Cam Brait with that neck. And Cam Brait on his own isn't fantasy relevant, but some of you guys may be out there trying to stream Kate Otten. And so if Cam Brait does play, I think Otten is pretty unstartable. He could still get, you know, the number one reps, but if it's a tight end by committee in an offense that's struggling, I wouldn't be super interested in playing Otten. If Brait is out, then I think Otten is in that like high-end tight end two range, like a fringe play. Probably like the biggest name on this list, Josh Allen. He is questionable with that elbow injury. Seems like he definitely avoided, you know, a super serious, I guess, injury designation. I don't really have a super strong read on whether or not he's going to play this week. I'd say even with the injury, if he plays, you definitely want to fire him up as a start. I think if he plays, it definitely makes Gabe Davis a viable like wide receiver three flex option. If Josh Allen is out, Gabe Davis would basically be totally off of my radar. Gabe Davis is someone who's going to get carried by Josh Allen and this overall offense. I don't think he's a talented enough player to, you know, put up top production with a backup quarterback. So that's my read on that situation. We have Jarek McKinnon dealing with shoulder, knee, and hamstring injuries. I guess this is only semi-relevant because it could create a less gross committee if he is out between Pacheco and CEH. Probably makes CEH a decent play if he can get that receiving work. I'd imagine he would get it over Pacheco, but we really just have no idea with this uh, Chiefs backfield. Then we have two Texans wide receivers, Brandon Cooks with a wrist, Nico Collins with a groin injury. I think for Cooks, if he plays, he's going to be like a back-end wide receiver three option, you know, probably like a fringe start, not someone you love, but with the bye weeks, I could understand starting him. I would be avoiding Nico Collins regardless of uh, whether or not Brandon Cooks plays this week. Then I guess not a guy who's really fantasy relevant, but just, you know, I guess important to point out, we have Kenny Galladay, who has been practicing this week with that knee injury. I really don't think he's fantasy relevant. I still think, you know, Wondell Robinson is going to be the guy there, but just kind of throwing that out there that he may play this week. We have Ryan Tannehill, who has missed, I believe, the past two weeks with an ankle injury, and then he was also sick at some point in there. We've seen Malik Willis, you know, be the starter. They don't really give him a ton of opportunities to, you know, win or lose the game. I don't think this really affects anyone. We're probably not starting any of these, uh, you know, Titans weapons aside from Derrick Henry. And you're going to be firing up Derrick Henry regardless of the quarterback position. Looking at the uh, Cowboys backfield, we have Zeke questionable with that knee. I would lean towards him playing in this game. I do think he'll probably give it a go. I imagine he's not going to have his normal workload. So we probably see Pollard get a little bit of a bump. You know, if they're normally playing together, maybe they're both back-end RB2s. This week, we could see Pollard more of a mid-tier running back two option. And then we have Kyler Murray, who appears to be a game-time decision with a hamstring injury. Not great news, 
especially an injury that's going to limit the mobility of someone who does have rushing upside. It kind of seems like every year, you know, Kyler gets off to a decent start and then he gets hit with some sort of injury ailment and then the production kind of falls apart. I think it was two years ago, he was like on fire through the first half of the season, like on pace to break Lamar Jackson's point per game record. And then he had like a shoulder injury, really, you know, tanked his rushing production. I think he had something last year. So it's not a great trend here. If he doesn't play, you're still going to be firing up uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but it probably makes Rondell Moore a lot less appealing. If he plays, he's still someone I'd be willing to start, but probably more in that like QB six to 10 range not a, you know, a top five guy where he would normally slot in. And then we have Matt Prater, who is dealing with a hip injury and illness. So if he's the kicker you have in there, you know, you may be uh, looking for a replacement. We have Matthew Stafford, who is questionable with a concussion. I believe this popped up like midweek, which I don't think is a great sign. In all honesty, we're probably not going to be playing Stafford. Like I don't think anyone's starting Stafford in a one quarterback league. And in terms of how it affects the rest of this offense, I mean, no one's probably starting on Robinson. No one's probably starting the running backs. Obviously, you're still going to fire up Cooper Cup, but it kind of feels like a Ryan Tannehill situation at this point where, you know, you obviously want the guy to play, but in the grand scheme of things, it probably doesn't change a ton for fantasy. And then looking at the commanders, we have JD McKissick, questionable with a neck. I do not believe he practiced all week, so I would expect him to probably be out for this game. They just play on Monday, so we don't have the official injury report. So just kind of, you know, throwing stuff out here. I think that's a boost to Antonio Gibson, gives him some more receiving upside with McKissick out of the lineup. And then we have Jahan Dotson who logged a full practice on Friday with that hamstring injury. Good news for Dotson, not someone I'd be interested in starting, but I just think it'll be good to see him, you know, back out on the field. He definitely had a strong start to the season. So you just want to see these young, talented players, you know, out there and at least getting some reps in, getting some experience. Now, shifting over to some of the players who have already been ruled out this week, we have Russell Gage out with a hamstring, not someone who's super fantasy relevant at this point. The uh, Bucks wide receiver room after Evans and Godwin has kind of been brutal. You know, coming into the season, it was like, oh, they have Evans, Godwin, Julio, Gage, and then Gage and Julio both can't stay healthy. When they are healthy, they're not giving you a ton. So just, you know, throwing his name in there. Josh Reynolds out with a back injury probably, you know, no one was starting Reynolds. I will say like that wide receiver two spot for the Lions is just totally up for grabs. So if Jamison Williams is able to get back and healthy, you know, before the season's done, I think he could be a very interesting option. And is someone you could just toss on your IR if he is on waivers. We've got McCole Hardman, who was on a very impressive stretch over the last four weeks. I'd kind of started to buy into him a little bit. I think I listed him as a fringe start. He was in the top 36 wide receivers and now he's out with an abdomen injury. Very unfortunate. I guess the silver lining here is that maybe we get to see an increased workload from either Kadarius Toney or Sky Moore. If either of those guys get their reps bumped, that's something I'd be very interested to watch. Sky Moore is someone who I really liked coming into the season. He has been a massive disappointment. Not that he has played poorly. It's just the fact that he hasn't been able to earn opportunities when I thought he definitely would be able to. And then I guess Kadarius Toney, as he gets more integrated into the offense, will likely get a bigger and bigger role. Then we have David Njoku, who I actually thought would have a chance to play this week um, because he was, you know, practicing in a limited capacity, but he is going to be out with that ankle injury. Probably expect a return next week, but don't want to lock in anything there. We have Deion Jackson out with a knee injury. Just kind of threw him on here so I could talk about Jonathan Taylor 
who will be playing on Sunday. Now, is he 100% back from that ankle? Not sure, but I do think with the uh, new head coach, Jeff Saturday, from what we've gathered about him, it seems like he's you know not going to be super into the analytics. He's probably going to be someone who's going to want to you know have a grind out game script. Former offensive lineman, I feel like he's going to want to run the ball. So we actually could see JT get some opportunities here. He's probably going to have a pretty significant workload if he is healthy. So I definitely think he's someone we're starting. And you know I just think we got to hope for the best there with JT. We have Romeo Dobbs uh, with the Packers out with an ankle. Once again, this Packers wide receiver room is just a mess. If you have Lazard, fire him up. If you do not own Alan Lazard, let's just fade this wide receiver position. And then we'll wrap it up here with some Chargers players, starting it off with the kicker, Dustin Hopkins, with a hamstring. If he was your kicker, got to find a new one for Sunday or Monday. And then the wide receiver duo, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. These guys will both be missing again. Keenan Allen with the hamstring. The hamstring that has plagued this man since week one. And then Mike Williams with the ankle. There was a report that he's still like two to four weeks out. So we'll see when he gets back. Just a rough, rough situation here for the Chargers, for Justin Herbert, for these wide receivers. Guys you thought would be locked in, you know, studs. Justin Herbert, who should be a top tier QB1. You know, like this could happen to any of these uh, quarterbacks. I guess barring like a Lamar Jackson, who has still, you know, put up top production without weapons. But, you know, if you're going to take away a quarterback's, you know, too strong, their top two weapons, it's going to be tough for them to produce, especially if they don't have elite rushing upside, which is something that Justin Herbert does not have. So that's what we're looking at for the uh, injuries for this week. If you guys have any start sits, you have to change your lineup up a little bit. You know, just drop those questions down below. I will get back to you. As always, thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.